0: work through the growing pains and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. So today we are going to be talking about money. And I know that's not considered polite conversation, but we are women in business, my friend. We need to get paid for the amazing services that we offer. And in order to do that, we need to have a conversation about how we price and package our services and how we communicate that price with our clients. I totally get that this can be very scary, but it must be done. And once you've mastered the money conversation, you'll feel so much better. So in today's mini coaching episode, we're talking to Amanda Aker about how she can get more comfortable when it's time to talk dollars and cents on Discovery Calls. Here we go.
1: Hey, Amanda, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Can you tell us a little bit about, about who you are and what you do?
1: Sure. So I am a certified online business manager and consultant. I partner with heart centered entrepreneurs and help to get them out of the back end of their business so they can focus on their vision and make a greater impact.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. So I loved the question that you submitted and I'm going to let you explain it. But I think this is one that a lot of people deal with. So, number one, just know that you're not alone. (laughs) Uh, Let's start there. But yeah, can you explain your question to us?
1: Sure. So when I get on sales calls, I'm golden all the way until we get to the pricing part. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like I have all this confidence. I'm bubbly. I'm talking. I'm vibing. And then price comes up and I literally die. It's just like Mm -hmm. I instantly feel uncomfortable and I don't know how to answer. And even though I could have it written down, I'm still super awkward. And then I think I kill the sales call from there. They're just Mm -hmm. like, well, this girl doesn't have any clue what she's talking about at this point. So no. So that is kind of exactly what happens when I'm on sales calls.
0: <laughs> yeah. I totally used to be the same way when I first started. And you may have heard the story before, cause I think I've told it on the podcast before, but I got on one sales call and it was right after I had raised my rates. And it was the first time that I was quoting something over a thousand dollars. I think it was like right at a thousand dollars. And I literally said to the guy, I was like, that'll be a thousand dollars. Is that too much? Oh, I, see that. <laughs> I know, right? And I like cringe now thinking back to it. But yeah, sales definitely is one of those things that is a learned skill. Most of us aren't born being absolutely amazing salesperson people. And I really think that um, there's a couple things going on. First of all, we are taught from a very young age that like money is a topic that we should stay away from and polite conversation and those sorts of things, right? And so, of course, then when we become a business owner, we're not just going to magically Get really comfortable with talking about money when it's been ingrained in us for so many years. Like, you don't mention money in corporate America. You never discuss, you know, what you're making, your salary with somebody else, that sort of thing. And so, unlearning th- those behaviors and realizing that money is just a tool in order to be able to support people and be able to support yourself, right? And just because we're asking for money doesn't make us bad people, doesn't make us greedy, those sorts of things. Um, So I think like just doing some mindset work basically and some journaling around what your beliefs are with money is going to go far. Like I'm not at all a woo person, but um, I, I just think that like getting used to saying those numbers out loud and just getting really comfortable with money conversations is going to be part of you being able to be comfortable with the money conversation on a sales call. Do you see what I mean so far?
1: Yes, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, Yeah. totally. So I would love to know, what is your fear around, or can you pinpoint your fear around, like, if you were just to say the number, like, what is your fear in that? That they're not going to like the number? Like, what is your fear?
1: My fear is centered around like, I don't know if they can afford it. I don't want to say like this huge number and then be like, oh, can you do this? And then it starts into this negotiation. And I, Mm -hmm. that makes me really scared. I don't like negotiating because I always go for like the lowest price. And then I'm like, okay, crap. Now I've just (laughs) said yes to something that I do not want to say yes to. So then I get stuck. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm backed into a corner. I think that's yeah. the biggest fear is the negotiation part of pricing. Okay. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So there's a couple of things that you can do to kind of stair step your way into feeling really confident and comfortable on that. The first thing is when when I was dealing with you know being able to say the bigger numbers, I made sure to say them out loud in my you know in my house in a mirror to you know my dog to my husband that sort of thing to the point of where it just got like really really comfortable and you know when i started first saying those bigger numbers Um, Or any numbers really in my business, you know, I had that like gut feeling where it just didn't feel good and everything. And I needed to say it until it was just like, oh, the sky is blue. You know, it was the same thing as like the sky is blue. So I think that that's the first thing. The second thing is I would then take it and ask some of your friends in the online business space, some other OBMs or, or virtual assistants to do some mock discovery calls with you. I think that you need to get really comfortable with being able to see somebody on a call, on a Zoom call, and them asking you what that, you know, what that number is, or how much the thing costs, and you just being able to say, okay, well, if you go with this option, it's going to be fifteen hundred. If you go with this option, it will be, you know, two thousand or whatever the case may be. Um, and then I think it's a matter of until you get to that point where you feel really confident. What do you think about the idea, or how would it feel if you kind of separated yourself from the money money conversation just a little bit by giving people proposals like sending people proposals after the call instead of having the conversation about the money right on the call? So what I mean by that is um, instead of the call ending with, okay, well, how much will that be, and you' just naming a you know a price or a rate, you would say, okay, so here's how this works after this. I'm going to, within the next 24 hours, I'm going to send you a proposal. It's going to have two to three options based off of our conversation, based off of how I hear your goals and your needs and that sort of thing. And then if there is one that makes more sense for you than the other, you know, feel free to let me know. We can start from there and get the contract invoice, all those things done. You know, if you have additional questions, we can hop back on a second call. How does that kind of feel?
1: That would feel a lot better. So mm-hmm. are you saying that I don't have to talk money on a call? That would make You don't have to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You don't have to talk money on a call. I would say that I, I would say to make sure that people understand where your prices start. First of all, I always highly recommend that you have at least a starting at price on your website. That way, you're not getting people that have no idea whether you cost $10 or $10,000, right? And so that's gonna make the, the conversation around money easier anyway, because you know that people are walking in. Fully understanding that you start at two thousand dollars or however much you start at, right? So I think that that kind of um, makes it the the piece that you were talking about of like you don't know if they can afford you. If they're getting on a call with you and they already know what your pricing and your packages start at, they should be able to at least afford your base package, you know that sort of thing. But yeah, you really don't need to start out by having that money conversation. I think for you. Right now, it may feel more empowering to get more yeses because you've left that conversation feeling really great and confident and like feeling like you closed it really well, rather than having to like constantly be worrying about that last five minutes of that call.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds so much better because for me, that that kills the call. So if I can just say, okay, so within 24 hours, I'm going to send you this proposal and then it's I don't have to see their reaction. And then it's email communication. So I feel like if there was a negotiation, I would handle it better that way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do you happen to know your Colby A scores by any chance? Have you ever My taken whole, your Colby A? Yes. It's
1: 8723. 872- Three, something, okay, know, that I can't totally remember. makes sense. Seven, eight, two, three, or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: I figured you were around <laughs> like a seven or eight in terms of fact finder. So, fact finders like to be able to take a pause before they give additional information or before they have those harder or deeper conversations. And so, like, I'm a quick start. So, I'm an eight on a quick start, whereas you're like a two or a three quick start, right? Yeah. And so, for me, I'm just like, oh, let's dive in. But that doesn't work for you. So, I think you getting to have a little bit of a break and remove yourself from it to really think through and gather facts which is what you enjoy doing anyway you know to really think through what you want your response to be both in that first proposal and then also if they get you know if they send you an email and they say you know this is out of my budget could we do xyz you don't have to think about it on the fly and have an answer ready for them you can take your time write the email Read it over, you know. Give some space and some time to make a decision that you feel really good at, instead of being reactionary, which is what you you know basically you said you're doing now, and lowballing yourself and then not feeling good about that decision later.
1: Oh my gosh, you just like seriously just made this huge light bulb go off in my head <laughs> because I've never paid much attention to my Colby, and now that you said that, I'm like, oh, that
0: yeah. makes
1: total. That, that is me with everything in life. I don't like to be put on the spot. It freaks yeah. me out
0: you know, Mm so that, that's amazing. Yay. (laughs) So yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about action steps. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to be practicing those numbers and saying them out loud everywhere. Right. Then you're going to do some uh, mock discovery calls with some of your friends, people who already know, like, love you, you know, aren't going to be mean (laughs) to you, but I would ask them, I would like ask you to ask a couple of your friends to practice like saying things that you're not prepared for all the way, right? So that you get used to that too and being able to have a couple things in, you know, in kind of in your back pocket that you can use in terms of the sales call. But in the meantime, while you're getting more comfortable with saying those numbers on the call, you're, you're going to end the call with saying that within the next 24 hours, you're going to send them a proposal. And I really think that that'll make you feel oh, so much better about it.
1: <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, I like that idea of like also having my business friends not just being nice the whole time like yeah. tell me no like say things to prompt me to be have to think on my feet too because that'll yeah. help me yeah for
0: sure. absolutely it'll definitely help you
1: <laughs> well yeah i hope this call was helpful and thank you once again for your question i
0: appreciate it
1: <laughs> yes thank you so much for your time
0: that's it for this week's episode make sure you head on over to Tasha forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away if you enjoyed this episode be sure to leave a comment and subscribe remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward you're doing a great job